I don't harbor over over failures anymore yeah. because I always said, as long as I can remember, you know, they're like, well, you know, why do you, why you why do you go at it so fast? And I'm like, because the faster I fail, the faster I succeed. Yes. Yet you have to actively work to be around people that feed your burn. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, and it's damn tough, and I'll say that it's damn tough to find those people. But when you find them, there's no other power greater. We stand today. The business method the business with method. a shout out. The business method. The business method podcast. The business method podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that have built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that produce over a million dollars in annual revenue. And now we're interviewing 100 major influencers to get behind the minds and the science of using influence to grow business and influence income results, economies, and cultures. There's a growing number of people building these caliber of businesses like this, and we're going to figure out what it takes to make this this happen now let's jump in today's show the business method hello listeners today we have a special treat for you i got somebody on the podcast i have wanted to join the show for quite a while now a good friend partner client jason dent jason is his real name but his stage name is whistlenut the rodeo clown True story, Jason is a professional athlete, stuntman, comedian, jokester, and former semi-pro bull rider in the rodeo world. On top of that, he's a farmer, family man, auctioneer, celebrity, and reality show contestant. This man is a rare breed of entrepreneur and influencer. I've known Jason for nearly 20 years and worked one-on-one with him for over the past four years to ride along as he went from a small-town rodeo entertainer with 2,500 Facebook followers to a national celebrity in the rodeo world and in the reality a TV world with somewhere around 300,000 followers on social media. It's been a wild ride to see my friend grow and incredibly fun to be a part of that journey. And today, Jason and I talk about the past four years and what it takes to be a major influencer in the rodeo world. Ladies and gentlemen, Whistlenut the Rodeo Clown, otherwise known as Jason Dent, let's welcome him to the show. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics. And listeners, welcome back to the show. I'm excited to welcome a good friend who I've actually wanted to get on the podcast for a really long time, but he didn't quite fit the criteria until now. And um, actually a good friend, (laughs) Whistlenut, the rodeo clown, and uh, his name is Jason Dent, a guy that I went to college with, was in a fraternity with, and known how long have we known each other now, Jason? Like eight, A long time, buddy. It's 20 years if, if... Almost, if not 20. So don't, 18 to 20 years, I'm going to say. Don't say 20. I feel like that's like two decades. Like that's too much. Like in the teens is still okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, you know what? I Every now and then I wake up and I'm like, oh man, all those old timers were right. Tell me about wearing cowboy boots and being a, a cowboy, how I was going to feel it when I got, you know, older. Uh-huh. Uh, I hate to admit it, but I do feel like. 
they're still never going to be right, but they might. There might be <laughs> something to what they were trying to say to me. I think. I think our egos always want to make us feel like we're, you know, twenty three, but our bodies are like, nope, you can't do it. <laughs> I get it. My mind is like, get up and go fast. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm. I tell you what, though, I jumped. A, I, I jumped a bull more times this year than I ever did in my teens and twenties. So. That's, that's pretty it. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, and you're not your <laughs> typical cowboy. Like I know cowboys have rough, you know, rough and tough lives, but you're, yeah. you're rodeo entertainer and, and you're like, you're chasing bulls and they're chasing you and, and riding yeah. bull, right? So you're, you're, you're probably one of the toughest. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'll second that because, because, you know, I still do all the cowboy stuff, riding horses and, 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 and cutting calves and, and calving cows and, you know, you know, raising, raising livestock and crops. And, but then I still do the entertainment side of it where, I mean, I have to be really ridiculously athletic and super fit yeah just because, you know, I have to, I'm there the entire performance. Yeah. Uh, and I've, and I did the specialty act thing to where, you know, uh, it's super intense for, two to five minutes yeah you know twice a performance but the rest of the time i'm i'm in your face entertainment so i mean and then it's driving too you know like there's that's fatigue in itself you know so i'm like i feel like i'm about rubber half the time <laughs> feel like you're a beet noodle when you get home like oh god yeah. what am i doing <laughs> yeah i'm like man could i literally be pulled in any other direction come on well one thing uh, is it's like you're you're a professional athlete like there's no doubt about it but the majority of professional athletes they have uh professional setups right where they right. Can, they can have um a doctor or somebody come in and check them out and and get full body massages and hot and cold baths, you know, to keep their bodies in check. But you're doing it all on your own, which is, you know, more than half the battle, I imagine. You're like, you're taking care of your own body, but also creating new stunts and new acts for the rodeos and then driving yourself halfway across the country to a rodeo where you spend a few days and then drive all the way right. back, right? And it's setting everything up, which is a massive undertaking. And then on top of that, you run another business. Uh, and, and it's just like, do you ever, like, do you ever stop? No, I yeah. really don't ever stop. And that's the thing is, you know, uh, even like, and I'm nursing a, I just got out of, I just got out of a surgery on the 16th of, uh, of October. Yeah. Uh, because I tore, I split a tendon at a, in a rodeo accident and it wasn't an accident at the time, you know, because there's no such thing because the show must go on, you know? So, but I, when I have time, then I go get checked out because I, it's a nonstop for it's bang, bang, bang from one performance to the next. And then when I get home, like you said, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the, I, I wouldn't say the curator. I'm not, I'm, I don't work in museums, but, but the, the orchestrator, I guess, of, of, of an auction company too. Uh, thank God my partner's been in the business for 40 years. So that really helps. I don't have to, I don't have to stress totally, but you know, when I, when I'm not on the road at rodeoing, I'm, you know, this year we've, we've, we've topped $3 million in sales, nice. uh, just with, just with our auction business. And that's, you know, that's and I'm, I'm right. And I'm knocking on the, I'm knocking on the door of, 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 well, I guess two, it'd be still be small six figures in the rodeo side, but, and I'm just breaking loose on that rodeo side. So yeah, it won't be long. I will, 
you know, the, the two of them combined, something's going to have to give uh, because I don't know how I, I, I they've really complimented each other this far. Yeah. Which, and, you know, and, and you know as well, because you were with me from the inception of of Whistlenut and Oli. I mean, you know, you you were there saying, look, you got you are something here just because people are saying your name. You need to capitalize on that. And you remember? Yeah. You remember we were doing like, what, $300 a day, like a week, a, yeah, n- a yeah. night, <laughs> like $300 for Friday night and $300 for Saturday night. And now we're doing damn near $3,000 for Friday night and $3,000 for Saturday night. And I know, you know, in the grand scheme of, of entrepreneurial spirited individuals, the goal is to be making $3,000 a day. But if I, you know, if I could streamline and give up some of my responsibility, like the driving, uh, the, the social media and, and the, the packing of my own acts and just do, just do me. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have a better life. Yeah. You get to see all the best parts of all the cities. You get the best, you get the best emotional side of all the people that you come across. Yeah, that's true. Because, because they're, you know, they're at an event and they're celebrating and you're whistling and you're the rodeo clown and they're happy to see you and you've got a bull and you've been on TV, you know, uh, so you you're 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 just constantly in a high energy environment, which is where I like to be anyway. And you're making, you know, basically three thousand dollars a night to do it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a and it's cool to see how far you've come because, like, what I get really excited about and how I've really set up my businesses is is to to help entrepreneurs grow. And over the past. I don't know, four years or so, like you've done amazing things. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on a show is now, Jason, we're interviewing a hundred major influencers. And so we're getting people that have really made a significant impact uh, to get a massive following from whatever mm-hmm. niche that they're in, in business. And uh, it's so cool to see you go through that growth period and continue to grow and also to be a little part of that, you know, because right, you were, absolutely, you were an, you're an, an intrinsic part of it because <laughs> I, appreciate it. Uh, I, I never, I wouldn't even have Facebook if it wasn't for you and Tyler Williams. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason, you know, and because I, I just, I wouldn't, I yeah. was like, I just, I, 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 I would, I never, I thought I would never be on it. I'd never watch it. And I didn't hold much stock in it, but it's a thing. I mean, it's, it's a thing, you know, like that social media is, it's powerful. Ooh, it's yeah. powerful. And, and so the listeners can understand where you're at today. Um, Jason has over a hundred thousand Instagram followers, probably around 60,000 on Facebook and then over 50,000 on Twitter yeah. or so. Yeah. yeah. Has been mm-hmm. on CBS's Big Brother reality show, has had a couple documentaries made about him. And and we're working on getting YouTube on- YouTube more popular, but but it has had one video went viral that has had 4 million views on Facebook, right? Is it something? Is it yeah. what is it now? Have you looked lately? It's it's a I I don't remember where I saw it, but it has it's had 11 million views that teeter-totter video. Wow. Holy cow! Yeah, Holy it's, cow. it's it's at eleven, and I don't remember where I saw, but it, 
total it's 11 million total views it's like 4 million almost 5 million on facebook alone but totally it's uh, at 11 million which you know which is it's i can't really understand that number you know what i mean i <laughs> i can't i because I, I try to picture 11 million people watching it at once in my mind i'm like i'm like holy cow you know that that'd be like just a sea of people stretching from here to the Minnesota border. <laughs> More than that, man. More than that. Yeah. Um, it, it would, you know, and, it, and I, I, it's exciting. What's a city that's it's, 11 million people like LA maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like the whole city stopping and watching, which is, <laughs> I mean, that's how I think about stuff. I'm like, man, that's cool. Yeah. But you know, and I feel like, I honestly feel like I'm doing myself a disservice because of the lack of content that yeah. I that I post, because I I literally am thinking, man, I should have put that on there. Man, you know, I, I I'm constantly on on go. I'm constantly on go, and I'm and I'm I'm constantly changing directions all the time. And it, it is it's 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 tough to try to keep track inside my own head and juggle two businesses and then try to find time to train bulls. Yeah. You know, and keep your equipment shiny. Yeah. Um, and one thing I've noticed is I was craving the dollars in the very beginning. And this is, this is the cool part about, about being an entrepreneur and about, um, being on that path and that road that's taken, taken me to seven figures. It's going to take me to seven figures. And I mean, when I say seven figures, I mean, hard money, not, I mean, I'm, yeah, profit it'll profit and i and i don't know how long it'll take me but if you if if you would have asked me well you were telling me you were telling me four years ago uh that that this is where i'd be and i was telling you you were basically crazy (laughs) well i think Um, you saw the vision you wanted it and you saw it but you just didn't know how to get there well and and the thing was was i i'm 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 real i'm a very optimistic person because well basically cowboys and clowns if we weren't optimistic <laughs> we would be dead you know what i mean like you're either well, a scary clown or right or a positive clown right <laughs> yeah you know i mean yeah you you like you can't you can't be a rodeo clown or a cowboy and not be optimistic right because your whole world is based on what ifs and if i can yeah because you you know you're constantly crawling on the backside of livestock that's unpredictable you're dealing with mother nature the weather you're dealing with uh, other people on the on the roads and freeways like your whole life is basically gambling yeah so if you were if if cowboys and clowns weren't optimistic there wouldn't be cowboys and clowns so i was optimistic in the fact that that's where i felt like i that it should be but i knew the industry and i'm like dude i'm i'm begging for 300 dollars a night to run my ass off and i have a trained bull yeah and the beautiful part about that was you were like, you weren't in, you knew me, I was your cowboy buddy, but you didn't know the industry, but you were, but you knew my work ethic. Yeah. And so you're saying, dude, you need to be charging this. Yeah. And, and honestly, um, Canada, when, when you secured, can yeah, when you secured Canada, when we went to Yorkton, and you call me and you're like, Jason, what are you? And I'm like, dude, I can't even get into Canada. I got a record. 
<laughs> or maybe you said that you're like, dude, you can't even get into Canada. You got a record, and yeah. I think that's where that's where my optimism came in. And I said, Reynolds, don't worry about it. I'll talk my way through it. And you're like, you cannot talk your way through the Canadian border. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, I got this. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was nine hours. Uh, you waited at the border talking- nine hours. Yeah, nine hours at the border. Um, I was I was starting to think it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But by God, Whistlenut pulled it off, and we, we got in there. And I still didn't believe it, but when, when they handed me that cash, that big, fat wad of cash, I thought to myself, gosh dang it, Reynolds, you were right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you were absolutely right. And that is when I saw the light. Um, and, and now... I'm all about value added. You know what I mean? I, uh, I'm all about it. And I, and that's what I explained to them when I shoot them a price and they say, Oh my gosh, you know, that's too high. What can you do about it? I say, I say, the question is, what can you do about it? This is the price. Yeah. But what can you do to make me more valuable for you? Yeah. Because I'm telling you, this is the price and I will do whatever it takes to make this a successful event and I've got 300,000 followers via the social media platforms and I don't require much more than four hours of sleep. I have a big smile and an infectious bull that people cannot comprehend. Now, if you, if you can figure out how to make that worth the $3,000 a performance, I will stand with you. But what I will not do is lower my price because I, I, I don't feel comfortable lowering my, my performance. And your value. It's because it's what you're worth so much. Yeah. I, I want to give the, a quick picture to the listeners out there about what Jason does. And so he's going to these major rodeos across the U.S., actually in Canada too. And uh, Hawaii. In Hawaii. Uh, yeah, you know, I forgot they, about yep. Hawaii. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, they flew. Blew me to Hawaii. Yeah. And so, and then he's the entertainment. He's the, um, he's telling the jokes. He's in between the bull rides and, um, the events. The saddle brought the bareback, the tie down. The, yeah. Yeah. All, all, all nine, 10 events. Jason is going out there as Whistlenut, the rodeo clown, with a trained bull that he can ride like a horse, and also two other trained bulls that are his fighting bulls that he does stunts with. He does stunts. Uh, give us a list of the stunts that you're doing now. Okay, so we do a, we do a bull teeter-totter, which is, is just your standard teeter-totter. It teeters up 10 feet high, and it spins 360 degrees, and you turn a Mexican fighting bull out who's trained to – basically attack he's like a german shepherd police dog you know they got commands they attack uh but they're just instinctive Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you just teeter away from that bull whenever he comes at you You try to teeter in the way but miss but miss the action you know of his horns (laughs) we do it i do i do a bull chariot which i build all my own equipment so and i you know I, i got that bull chariot we hook it to a big old uh high hump smoke gray bramer and and he you know we do a little skit about a two 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 minute skit before and then trip the latch and out comes that bull it's super intense and it's super entertaining to watch i do a bull tug of war where i i hook a harness up to my bull and i get all the kids to come out and they grab on a rope and then 
you know we do a, a tug of war it's it's fantastic uh, I have a lot of fun doing that he'll run the barrel pattern I can run the barrel pattern on a bull which is that that that's just you know that's just good watching yeah that's just good watching I mean there it's not you hardly ever see a, a trained bull first of all and you dang sure never see him run the barrel pattern and he can pack the mail while he's doing it I do it and I I did you know I kind of was the inventor of the of the tug of war and I've changed it a little bit. Uh, we do a bungee cord tug of war. We get some get, get some people out of the audience or a couple contestants from the rodeo. Hook them up to harnesses with bungee cords in the middle, and they you know they got a tug. Whoever rings the bell first wins. But I've added some balls to that deal now, so they each get three balls, and they gotta they gotta dunk those basketballs in the hoop. Nice. While they're tugging against the other guy, and it is I mean it's just a super <laughs> hit. It is a super hit. Um, and we do some freestyle bullfighting. You know, we do tons of events. I do tons of events with Oli. You know, just like him in the crowd, yeah, type of stuff. So, you know, we we and we we go to businesses before the rodeo. We take tons of pictures after the rodeo. It's just do parades it's nonstop. And you have parades, right? You have kids sit on Oli the bull to take pictures too, which is pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah, lots. Of, I mean, I bet I bet we've had. I mean, every Annually, Oli probably gets about sixty thousand pictures taken of him. Wow! And he probably he probably seats ten thousand people. Actually, we need to start an Instagram page for Oli. Like, <laughs> if he's getting that think, many yeah. pictures, yeah, people can just yeah. pre- boom hashtag uh, Oli the Bull, and then put it up on Instagram, and and that'll be another platform. I think it'll take off. That's a good idea. Yeah, because that's a fact. He does, you know, and 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 as soon as we get home, man, uh, I run him. I turn him into his cows with his girlfriend, ladies. He gets to take a couple of days off. I and I go and 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 we'll do an auction. You know what I mean? It's with the schedules packed tight, but but it's it's value. This is this is the year that you know is kind of it's the I guess it's value added or where I'm really trying to focus on releasing myself of all of the duties. I'm in a spot now where I, you know, I need to start delegating some of those finer details into some hands that are better equipped, you know, so I can keep propelling myself. Yeah. Uh, if it's good that you say that because in the theme, like we just finished a hundred episodes with seven figure location, independent entrepreneurs and the majority of them, I asked them, what's the difference between the five figure mindset, the six figure mindset and the seven figure mindset. And they said the five figure mindset is all about, this is the majority of the answers for almost all of them. They had, they said nearly the same thing. So the five figure mindset is about the hustle. It's about doing whatever you need to do for the quick cash yeah. as soon as possible then when they hit the six figures they start to realize that oh i've got something here it's really a baby it's it's got some growth and it's got some movement i now i need to start building the team so that sounds like kind of where you're at okay so you need some qualified people to start filling in taking care of the social media even a driver uh you know Mm -hmm. some sort of interns or or um 
people that can take care of the miscellaneous stuff with your the media and and bookings and that sort of thing. And then the seven figure mindset is all about value add, value add, value add, just giving more value to the customers and the audience and the clients to where it grows and blossoms even more and more. And it sounds like mm-hmm. you're kind of there because like in the auction business, you're at those seven figures. And then with the rodeo business, like you're you're at those six figures. And so you're yeah. you're like value add, value add, value add. Oh, shit, I need a team. Where's my team? Let's build one. <laughs> yes. And the thing about it is, is because and the reason why that team is so important is because mentally changing horses all the time is where I get hung up. Yeah. Because everywhere I go, like if I get recognized, oh, my God, are you Jason from Big Brother? Yeah. Well, I've got 50 things running through my mind at any given second. Yeah. And then, but I'm not going to let anyone down. I'm a little bit of a yes man. So when somebody says, oh my God, are you just, yeah, boom, I stop what I'm doing and I, I take a picture, I answer their questions and then I, then I have to pick back up. So I have to mentally change horses, boom, answer some big brother questions, take some pictures, smile, you know, Hey, hey, it's awesome. Then bam, back to where I was thinking, you know, you go outside, uh, and then boom, you, once you get, you know, I get in my truck and I'm like, all right, it's like those, my transport times. Are, are are the what I'm thinking and but 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 I'm constantly when I'm being transported I'm going from from one endeavor to a completely different endeavor you yeah. know what I mean like it might I might be going to I might be feet I might be going to feed cows and I might be grinding feet on my way back and then when I get home I get in my pickup because my truck's already loaded because I packed it the day before and I head to a rodeo and on my way i've got to stop and do a a publications you know promotion event yeah and then i'm trying to logistically plan uh that somebody from desoto wanted to book an auction and i need to do a quick consult and i'm i'm going to nebraska so i stop by yeah so I have to completely change gears and horses again when I get to their house and say, okay, this is what we have. This is what you're looking at. This is what we can do for you, and this is when we can do it for you. Yeah. You know, and then – but I'm actually on my way to a rodeo, and I'm just – I'm consulting about an auction. So these are the things now that I'm – that I that I think about in my mind at all at – all, at all, and plus, you know, and I have a family. So, I mean, I, I can't – and I just got out of surgery, so I'm like, my arms, I feel like it's really, you know what I mean? I just feel like I'm in a whirlwind. Yeah. And I'm, and one thing that you've taught me about meditation is, which is outstanding, and, and it's very, and I'm, I'm going to take ownership of that very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been nibbling at it for quite some time. And, but, but one thing along with that meditation that you've taught me is releasing my mind. Yeah. You know, I am so much calmer now because it's so much more effective. Yeah. Because like you just said, in the hustle, I'm a one-man show. Yeah. So I was a yes man. I was in the hustle. And five figures, you know, you're doing – you're like, man, I can make 50000 I can make 60000 I can make 70000 And I'm doing it all by myself and I don't need anybody else. But let me tell you, when you hit 100000 when you hit 200,000, you can't do it yourself because you're becoming less effective. Yeah. Because it gets to be too much of a load. And so I can, now I've, I've got people that kind of lighten the load, but my mental burden is where I'm at now. And I, I'm not at that seven, but if I'm going to make it there, 
I'm going to have to lighten that mental burden. You mean when you're going to make it there? Well, right, 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 right. No, that, yeah, that's, that's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. It's, 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 it's just written in, it's just written, uh, in concrete. It might as well be, but I know that I've got to, I have got to, I mean, I've got a sharp mind, I feel like, but you can only juggle so many balls. Right. On, before on, you start crisscrossing. On on this topic, Jason, I, I remember like throughout the the past four years or so, um, some big mental shifts that happened for you. So, for example, like you were going up to, I think it was Wisconsin or Minnesota, and you had a rodeo. And I said, okay, figure out how much money you want to make by this end of the end of this rodeo, and just tell yourself you're going to make X amounts before you even get the paycheck while having mm-hmm. the crowd be super excited about you being there and having one of the best events you've ever had, right? So that was mm-hmm. that was a big mental shift that worked, and, and we'll talk about that, but I want to talk about any other mental shifts that you've had over the past four years that have been significant game changers because I think what we realize um, as entrepreneurs is that, you know, first we think it's about the work. Then you realize, okay, I've put in a lot of work. I there's, there needs to be some sort of change. And then throughout that time of putting in the work, you realize there's actual mental shifts that can help you make much more money and work less, right? And, mm-hmm. and you become incredibly more pro, uh, productive and effective. For sure. So so let's, let's first off, let's talk about that, that story when, when we had you picture the amount of money you're going to make first. And then we'll, it, we'll talk about any other mental shifts that were really significant for you over the past four years. Okay. So in that, in that scenario that you were stating there is, so what you were basically doing is, is that's just the power of positive thinking and, and how that works is, you know, I had a tummy ache because I had had some history with one of the contractors, (laughs) negative history. And, and I, I literally, I was just stressed about going because I, a, I, I wanted, I, you know, I deal with, with bulls that, that are trained, but you can't guarantee their performance. Yeah. Excuse me. So I really wanted the show to go without a hitch, but I can't guarantee that in my mind. And I know that even though I try to sell that as a guarantee, I know in my mind, those bulls could act out of turn. Something bad could happen. Right. So I was stressed about that, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to muck this one up." Uh, then it was, you know, I was like, I didn't want to have to have any confrontations with some of the people that I'd already had confrontations with, and you know, and have it look like I was unprofessional. So all those things were giving me a tummy ache, and what that power, what that does is, it takes my mind off of what I was thinking, and it it put it back on the performance. Like, you know, and you were always saying, stop worrying about that stuff and start worrying about how you're going to handle it. Yeah. Focus on the end result. Yeah. Focus on the end result. And so that's what that does. And, and so when you're sitting there saying, all right, you know, I'm going to, the crowd's going to love me. You know, the committee's going to love me. They're going to be so excited and it's going to go so good that they're going to want to, they're going to want to, you know, they're going to want to give me a bonus just because of how outstanding the performance was. And so you just keep saying that over and over in your head 
that pretty soon you don't even have to say it anymore. It's just it just kind of happens. Yeah. You know, you're just you're like you almost feel out of place. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Um, you wear it all the time, and then you almost feel weird when you don't wear it. You, you know, you say that in your head enough times that you all of a sudden you just you're believing it. And so that was one of those mental shifts that really you you can see the power in it because you actually believe it. And then when it works out, it validates it. So you're like, okay, that actually worked. And that's how, that's how everything works. People, people generally stumble. It seems like they stumble onto something. They have an idea, but they're, they have really no clue because you generally hang around people that don't support you. You know what I mean? Well, I don't. I said, <laughs> well, I said you generally you you generally hang out with people that don't support you because that's just the product of your environment. Yeah, yeah, people, it's easy to you know get in I mean? that. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, you have to actively work to be around people that feed your burn. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, and it's damn tough, and I'll say that it's damn tough to find those people. But when you find them, there's no other power greater. Yeah. Another real big shift in 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 well before my mental- before we go to that second one, Jason, let's let's kind of give the the listeners a perspective on what happened because so I think I wrote you a couple sentences of like okay you're gonna make X amount or you're gonna make more than you ever yep. have with this contractor the crowd's yep. gonna love you and I said just think about that on your drive you got a few more hours up to where was it Minnesota or Wisconsin. Yep. It was Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. And and so you did and you actually said after you read it you got goosebumps. And yep. and then I didn't know what happened in between that call and then after the rodeo, but but tell everybody what happened during and after the rodeo. So, it during the rodeo it, it was it was it was awesome. I mean, we got the uh, commissioner out there and he was dancing and you know they were all chanting and they were just it was it was a great great performance um i actually got a raise in pay they actually paid me more than what i was expecting because i you know for the contract because they were like that they they were so excited about the performance and and the committee was just ecstatic and they're like man they want to rebook but not only that that rodeo ended up winning um an award that year for best mid-sized rodeo of the circuit. Wow. I didn't know, it, you know that and, actually. And, yeah. So it was, it was like a damn domino effect. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I just, it was, I Did, thought, man, there's a lot of power there. Didn't you show up and they had signs already for you saying we went with. Oh my God. I forgot. I, yeah. yeah, I forgot that I was pulling in and they right. They were like, you know, we love listening. And, and in the stands, the first time in my life, um, there was a whole section that had whistle nut signs <laughs> that they had made and they were holding them up. And I, I mean that picture, I'm going to blow that up, put that on my wall. I haven't done it yet. I almost forgot. I can't believe that. <laughs> but that was the first time I'd ever, I'd ever actually, I mean, I'd never been there before. Yeah. They had researched me coming and they had made signs and I was that you're right. I can't believe I forgot that. I was thinking about, you know, the money and how it uh, you know, how it affected my career, but not my emotion. And that was all emotion. They that was a very powerful point because I thought, oh, my God, these people are actually here. Yeah. To see me. Yeah. Yeah. And they loved you. Yeah. And they did. And it, it, it was. And then, you know, and it just was like a domino effect, because, like I said, the icing on the cake was the fact that it won 
best mid-sized rodeo of the year. What were, and I was the clown. You were the guy. What yeah. What were some of those other mental shifts? So the other mental shifts is 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 understanding how to pair your confidence, character, courage, and charisma with the timing. You know what I mean? Because you have to know exactly when to produce each one of those emotion character traits. And when I kind of honed that in, it really set me calm because I used to get real worked up with negativity um, or doubt because you've got to remember, you know, I was never around people that were trying to break out of the mold and the stereotype. So I was always forging my own path. So you can't ask people that know nothing about higher steps how to get to a higher step. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't ask people that make 12 bucks an hour how they became a millionaire because they <laughs> haven't become a millionaire. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And I was constantly surrounded by myself asking people questions that they could not answer yeah and then being mad at myself because i didn't like their answer (laughs) i mean i know that sounds like a whirlwind of gibberish but you know i i started realizing when to use confidence character character courage and charisma you know because when you give when 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 you ask you know and i and i quit asking questions is is basically a real thing I'm like, I'm just going to have to trust myself. You know, I've got, I'm the one with the vision and I'm the one with the work ethic and I'm the one with the power to do this. I need to stop asking questions because for every question I ask, I take two steps backwards. And I'm starting to get around people now that, um, that can answer those questions. Right. That changes everything, right? And that changes everything. I mean, you, what, what is it you always say? You're one-fifth of the five people you hang around. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm like, what if you spend all your time with five bovine <laughs> cows? Characters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm then, like, I spend a lot of time with animals, dude. <laughs> then, then you're going to be eating hay, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so it, I, it, it's hard, but like that's one thing that I, I would say that I'm proud of you of is because um, for me it's one thing because I travel a lot and I have this location freedom where I if I don't like my environment I can change it tomorrow right and I can go right. and I can go be around uh, the people that I need to be to answer those questions or I have this awesome platform with this podcast where I can bring somebody on the show that can help me answer those questions now I didn't always have that. But um, I realized that, you know, probably 10 years ago, like if I want to go, if I really want these dreams to 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 come true that are deep down inside of me to build wealth, to travel the world and that sort of thing, like I've got to surround myself and be around and talk to people that are doing the same thing or have done it already. But you like you come from an environment where. Uh, people are farming and people are ranching and people are uh, doing the small town American thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. However, if you want to 
to to change your stars like you always put it or change the stars mm-hmm. of your family um you've got to uh, break through that and to continually find the people that have had sex success before you and that can help you achieve that and follow follow their path and that's not that's not the easiest thing in the world when you know you're in a town of a, you know a couple thousand people and people aren't doing what you're doing you know they're they're doing their everyday thing running the farm and yeah. right and so so to find the people that you need to is extremely hard um, other than like getting hopping on a call with me every now and then uh, for you because there's not a lot of people that have done what you've done and actually you're kind of doing something that nobody's really done uh, because mm-hmm. it's uncharted territory there's not a lot of rodeo entertainers out there there's not a lot of rodeo clowns the majority of them are at 40 plus and have been yeah. doing it right and they have their networks that they tapped into to continue to do that and you're like no i want to be something different i've got this rodeo clown mixed with the trained bull and the stunts mixed with this online profile mixed with a little celebrity status mixed with going on um celebrity or going on reality tv shows and so you're a whole new animal and so sometimes there's nobody to ask besides you know your own future version of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, that's, and that's why I quit asking questions. You know what? I, I just started saying, we're going to do it this way. Yeah. And, uh, if it doesn't work out, then we'll just regroup and hit her head on again. And I don't, and that's another thing. I don't, uh, I don't harbor over, over failures anymore yeah. because I always said, as long as I can remember, you know, they're like, well, you know, why do you, why do you, why do you go at it so fast? And I'm like, because the faster I fail, the faster I succeed. Yes. Exactly. You know, I'm like, because I mean, I, I don't know how to do it right. So I'm going to fuck it up as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry about that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and honestly, I didn't realize, uh, how, how smart that really was. Yeah. But, but, you know, but, but now I'm like, okay, so now I don't have to, I don't have to do the trial and error thing because now I've got resources. Yeah. So I can use resources and research to where I can figure it out now and take the time to do it right the first time. And if it is totally new, then I can just make sure that I pay attention to the details yeah. So that I so that it feels right when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's kind of you know what I'm trying what I'm trying to do now. But I'm telling you, confidence, character, confidence, character, courage, and charisma are what got me, or what got me through. Because people, when I would, when uh, when I would ask questions, or when people would ask questions, I would use one of those four to get me through the conversation, and it was figuring out which one of those four to use on a, in an instance, you know, because if man, if you don't have the right one paired with the questions that you're getting asked, the, you know, the, the, the pessimist will eat you alive. Yeah. Why don't you define those? Cause you've mentioned those a few times. Um, why don't you define those a little bit more? So, so people can use those and apply those towards their, their business and life philosophy. Well, you know, because in whenever you're in the beginning stages of anything, 
you know, and you say, oh, I want to be a rodeo clown. People are like, yeah, you know, they're just, they're ecstatic. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That's the coolest thing ever. You know, good luck with that. You know, you, <clears throat> you know, you, you, you're, it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, you'd be great at that. Right. So that's easy. You're just like, you know, everybody's, everybody's right behind you, you know? So you, you're just thinking, sweet, this is going to be a piece of cake. Well, you're the one running into the roadblocks. Yeah. You know, these other people have no clue. They, they're just, they were just doing it and supporting you because they're, they, in the back of their mind, they're like, well, that's, that's dumb or, you know, you'll get killed or, <laughs> or you, or you won't make it or, you know what I mean? They, they, they're saying something positive, but they're thinking something negative. But then you start to get a little traction and you, you know, you start to, they start to see your name in the papers, you know, then they're going to start coming at, and this could be anything. I mean, I'm using rodeo clown because that's, that, that's what I do, but, and the same with the auctioning. But they come at you, and they're like, "So, what do you what are you really gonna do? You gonna just drive all over and be a rodeo clown? What about what about your family? Uh, you know, what about the the expense of driving? And like, you know, you really gonna you really gonna haul a bull? You really gonna train a bull? Like, what if you get hurt? You know, and you you." You, it'll just dumbfound you. You'll just be stunned because all of a sudden you you want to get on the defense. Yeah. And if you get on the defensive, then they think, yep, he doesn't believe in himself. You know. So when they're giving you, when they're giving you the 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 negative, that's when you gotta you gotta give them the confidence. You know, you you've got to be able to throw that confidence at them. You don't have to justify. It. You just gotta. You just gotta say, well, we'll, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out, I guess. But yeah, that's my that's my plan. Well, then when you when you start to crush those barriers, you know, and 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 you're you're starting to you're you're really starting to need to figure out your game a little bit. You kind of you kind of run into another roadblock because now these people, all the people that you know and that are in your circle. And that are people that you feel like you can talk to about it. <clears throat> they're scared because they were trying to stop you when you were having some success because they were scared because they didn't they didn't know. Now you're having success and it's looking like it's going to be a life course for you. They don't want no part of it. They you know they are out of they don't they don't have answers. So they're really they're really going to be pressuring the negative. Because they don't want you talking to them because they don't they don't want to know that you're that you're making money. They don't want to know that you're not getting injured. They don't want to know that you that your truck and trailer will make it. They don't want to know that your bull is trained. Because those they didn't they didn't they couldn't see the vision of any of those things. So now you're 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 back in their face, you're back at them and you know, you're around and, and everybody's chatting and they don't they're terrified to talk to you. Because, you know, they they you're already you're past you're past you're past where they know anything about it, and so now they're almost scared to say anything because they they can't help you. They just physically can't help you, and that is where you have to have your character. You have to you have to be able to go back to to the bare bones and know that this is what they're seeing. This is what you're feeling. They they know in their own mind that they physically can't help you. And they are realizing their self that they that their negativity is all they were giving you. 
mm-hmm. through the charisma, through the confidence, through the courage, and it's now you literally feel alone. You literally feel alone because you've surpassed everything that, you know, in the beginning you're just, wee, it's all, it's charisma all the way because everybody's on your side. You know, you start to make a path, you start to make some traction, people start to give you that negative and you're giving them, you're giving them the confidence. You know, then, then you're, then you're there and they're like, oh my God, this kid's actually going to do something and I can't help him, you know, and you're giving them the courage. Listen, I've got this. Don't you worry about it. It's going to happen. But when you get there and they realize that they've only given you negativity and they can, they don't even want to think about it because now they feel like you're out of their league. So now you become something different because you forged a path that they didn't see and that they couldn't help you with. So now they almost make you feel alone and you have to come through with your character. The bare bones of your soul and the reason why you started your vision and you just have to be able to know that those people aren't. They don't hate you and they're they're not it's they're actually they actually believe in you now. They're being silent and they're being distant because they know you've already surpassed them every time they told you you couldn't do it or they gave you guff about the way you were doing it and you kept going and kept doing it. That now they're just trying to stay out of your way and you feel alone, but you're not really alone. They're secretly behind you because when you do make it and you do hit the big time, they're all gonna be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I I remember when that when that sucker was go. He's been doing that forever. He, mm-hmm. yep. I I could have told you he was gonna make it, but there's a period where you are, you feel 100% isolated because everybody that you know that's in your that's in your community and in your family and in your friend circle. They see that you're blowing them, you're blowing right by them, and they don't know how to talk to you anymore because you've done everything that they didn't think that they could do or that you could do. And they realize that they were negative, and they they're like, we just want to get get out of the way and let him go because we we want him to they secretly want to see you succeed so they can say that they were with you the whole time. And that (laughs) And that's the four C. You know, that's that's where you got to get back to your character, the bare bones of it. And and it took me a long time to kind of remember which which one to be and when to pair it. I mean, the charisma is easy because now it's all I'm all back to it's all back to charisma. You know, because that it's all it's all high energy and it's all it's all wee. <laughs> you know, because that's you know you're not you're already there. But but. You know that th- th- those those really those really got me got me through it because I I couldn't figure out those steps. Uh, I used to just get so so frustrated and mad because I'm like everybody tells you, you know, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, but they don't ever give you constructive criticism, and they don't ever offer really any positive reinforcement with the constructive criticism, or they don't ever offer to help, but they damn sure always want want you, you know, to do something for them, even though you're the one out there busting your hump. It's the nature of the, the, the leadership role, I think, right? People need, people need and want others to take those risks and they want to feel like they were a part of it without having to take those risks themselves. Right. 
And and so then when you get to that point where, oh, okay, I've taken these risks and succeeded, then people want to to follow along. And that's that's kind of um, why we're talking to influencers this series is because there's an art and a science behind creating a movement, a brand, an image, and a following, and then managing that uh, because it's not an easy thing to do, and it's not, not a lot of people can do it. And even sometimes when people do it, they, they, they don't know how to um, either manage it or run it or, or things can get out of hand and that sort of thing. And so like what, being an influencer now, Jason, um, what, what are some, some of the most important lessons other than like the four C's and surrounding yourself with the right people sort of thing, but, but the most important lessons you've learned managing your audience and your fans or or just what are some things that you have learned that are important as an influencer to manage either your life and your business with having this this massive audience i guess it what it is knowing that the power of my opinion now oh yeah you know because it I can't take it back now. There's enough eyes and ears on me now that my opinion matters and they want it. They want my opinion. Right. But they just, they want it to be delivered the way that they want it delivered. (laughs) And I have no idea what that is all the time. Well, and you can't please them all, right? So if you, right, right. So you you say one thing that pleases 90% of your audience or yep. even 99%, there's always like two or three out there, and, and those are the loudest voices, it seems like. Yeah. They're like, rah, 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 rah. why did you yep. do this? Like, and and, the, and that's the thing is, and that's <clears throat> that's one thing that I've learned is, my opinion is now, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But they want it to be, they want it to be delivered the way they want it, and everyone is different. So, I have to make sure that I am true to myself. When I, when people ask me stuff, I tell them because I don't have time to think about saying something that, that I don't, that I don't believe later. Yeah. And I don't want to have to worry about it because I, I just want to be able to, to back up whatever it is I say. Yeah. And, and that is how, and that's how I speak. And, and you know, the ones that you that aren't impressed with your opinion, it's fine. Because the people that mind don't matter, and the people that matter don't mind. And and the thing is, is and that and that's hard to believe. It's easy to it's easy to hear, but it's hard to believe. But but after you've been in front of enough people, like I have, constantly, you know, getting your opinions out into the world. And, and you say it, you get verbally beat, you get, you know, s- screamed at on social media. But the people that are behind you, they don't, they don't, they don't stand up for you on social media. They don't verbally bash you. But when they see you, they come up to you and they say, hey, you're doing great. I just want you to know that, you, you know, they give you, they go out of their way to make dang sure that they know that you know that they know that 
whatever it was you did or said didn't bother them at all. Nice. Very well put. You know what I mean? So it's that's probably the biggest thing. And I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'm gonna get some uh some more learning curves that are gonna that are gonna take me deeper. But but that's a powerful one to me. So because now I don't worry about it. I used to get a tummy ache, Chris. Yeah. I used to get a tummy ache people I'm like, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. and now I just say it because it's just like anything. Uh people can tell the difference, man. Um I don't you could you could dress up fifty five cowboys. You could dress up fifty five people in cowboy clothes. And then you throw a cowboy in there. Everybody's gonna know the difference. Yeah. You there just there's just a difference. If you own what you believe, it will breed out of it'll 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 ooze out of you and and it will breed that confidence into other people. That's that's one thing that I'm learning too is the important important of you know 100% authenticity. We had a, a girl on yeah. the show named Amanda Francis, who's done like 1.5 million in her own personal brand, but the only brand that she has is herself. That's it. And she teaches people how to build wealth and she talks about herself and what she does with herself and what she does on a daily basis and people love it. Right. And, and she says, she says, I think it's weird when people create a brand that's only on one subject or one topic, like, because each person is a whole plethora of subjects and topics and and ideas and habits and, and things that they're doing. So like if you create an authentic brand, there's no way that you can fuck up because yeah. you're just creating yourself and then people are following it and you can't like you're yourself. You're always yourself and and they're either going to love you and or they're going to hate you. And the ones that love you will almost always um, yeah. be, be much more uh, the, the numbers of people that love you will be much more, much stronger than the well, people that hate you. And, and um, the thing is, the thing is, is the the ones the ones that 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 raise seven kinds of hell and and cry and whine they're never going to do anything for you they're not going to buy anything from you they're not going to add anything to you they're not going to support you in any way yeah the ones the ones that are going to make your life are the ones that are that are not saying those things yeah of course yeah you know what i mean like they're the, so it, by not being authentic by trying to please the squealers, you're actually doing yourself a ginormous disservice. Because <laughs> true. When you because when you please those people that don't give a shit because they can't they can't put two conceptual thoughts together anyway, you're just gonna be stuck in that same pattern spinning your wheels. Yeah. If you just keep your head down and you keep moving forward and you keep doing what what you know to be, and you know, and you're not hurting other people, and you're not, you know what I mean. You're being a good human, and you're doing right by you and by others. That the good ones are the ones that are going to hire you. The ones that are that are taking notice of that are the ones that are going to want you to come into their life, and they're going to be the ones that offer you, you know, sessions or 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 trade or you know, other clientele. Yeah. They're going to be the ones that that keep you rolling. <clears throat> the, those those whiners, the whiners have got zero power. Yeah, they got a loud voice, but they got no power. 
even their strength in numbers, all that does is show their hand. You know what I mean? It just keeps them predictable. So uh, I honestly, that's another thing I've learned is I, I, I just have, I don't, I just have no, no faith in, in whiners. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. <laughs> you know, because all they do is they just, they show their every move. Yeah. And no matter how many numbers they have, they're too predictable. Yeah. Jason, I think we're going to wrap up there, buddy. We did an hour. We knocked it out. Holy cow. Yeah. That's good, dude. That went by fast, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think uh, uh, when I'm back in, back home for Christmas, we should meet up and hang out for a day and talk business. Yeah, we got we, – no, we will. And, and we'll go jump in the lake again, but this time not – You damn right. <laughs> not freeze. <laughs> I made Jason <laughs> jump into freezing lake in December last year – or January last year and uh, yeah. and do a little little cold ice bath. And, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time uh, we're putting it on social media for sure. You dang right. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube, here we come. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, feel free to reach out to me whenever you need. And uh, again, thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your tips and your tricks and all your wisdom with us. We really appreciate it because it is valuable information that a lot of people out there are looking for and can use. So thank you so much. You're very welcome, dude. It's good chatting with you. Yeah. And listeners, we're going to wrap up there. Thank you guys for coming on once again, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, listeners. Thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high-performance productivity coaching and our five, six, seven, and eight-figure private masterminds. These are all designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to help you scale rapidly and grow. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That's thebusinessmethod.com. And we'll see you all on the next episode.